rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. It's looking very dark in here. Why? I don't know. All righty, guys, guys, this is unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. And don't we need more of that? I don't know what you think, but you're in the right place if you agree, you know, unapologetic liberal talk. Okay, we meet here. We have a regular show on Friday nights, youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tower Buster. And then we... Um, uh, that's around 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right now. You know, we we generally have a weekday show. I try to do it on <laughs> Wednesdays. I'm looking at the chat at YouTube right now. I see J.D. Tappity-tap, tappity-tap. <laughs> you can hear me tap, tappity-tapping before the show starts. Just tappity-tapping away. Jesus Christ, what the fuck is going on? See, I'm getting a new computer. So hopefully in a couple of days, all this bullshit, the, the, the bugs, the, the buffering, whatever else happens, I, I hope that will go away to a degree because my, I was trying to get on the air around 20 minutes ago, but you see, um, it just, I, it wouldn't, my computer wouldn't cooperate and why can't I talk? Okay. It's really annoying. I ordered, I'm getting a, a Mac, you know, I, I work on a Mac and I ordered from Apple over a month ago. So I don't know if that, is that the supply chain issues? They're not able to keep up with the demand or whatever. Is that what's going on? Because this is probably the longest I've waited to get a computer. I'm just wondering if this is what other people experience. And uh, so, and then it was supposed to arrive last week, and the day it was supposed to arrive, I got it because I was getting the texts on my phone, you know, as it was traveling to me, and I was getting, wee, it's coming. And um, the day it was supposed to arrive, I got a text saying it is being returned to the warehouse. So obviously um, something happened to it, probably. Maybe somebody stole it on the truck, but they... It, it never reached my door and it was really annoying because you know talk about hey you know psyching me out here i was so excited to just put it together and start anew and then um i got another text yesterday saying good news your your friggin thing is gonna arrive today and it was um and it never arrived it said your th it has been delivered a couple hours later, then it went, it wasn't delivered. Nobody delivered anything. So I called Apple and it was, they were just giving me a text to tell me that my old device, that um, whatever, that they didn't deliver to me had been returned to the warehouse. So not that I care. I just want a fucking computer. I'm going to start screaming. So um, then I said, they were like, well, good news. Now it's, will be shipped to you. I'm like, now it's going to be shipped to me? Why wasn't it shipped to me a week ago when you told me it was it was going back to the warehouse? Why did you have to wait for it to go back to the warehouse? I didn't initiate this return. Like, I'm just... <laughs> this is the, uh, um, you know, just the minutia of annoying things that happen in life. 
And so they're like, well, it will arrive between March, what day? I don't know, something between March something and March 9th. Oh, all right, motherfuckers. All right, whatever. I'm just saying, I'm sharing. I'm sharing and caring. That's how we do it on Tower Buster. Okay, listen, listen, listen. If you can become a patron, please do, whatever, at patreon.com slash Devlin. Also, support the Tower Buster sponsors, APS Radio News. All right. Check out APS Radio News. This show is carried on there to uh, help keep the show going and growing. And thank you, Richard W., for your Super Chat. And I'm not trying to make the whole show about Super Chats and and plugs. So, uh, because there's so many other things we need to talk about, this is why we get together. Um, Normal people, if you're interested in hanging out in the greatest chat room in American history, go to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster and meet your new friends who, if you haven't met them yet, they're, these are the people you want with you in your corner and with you behind the barricade, at the barricades, let's say. All right. So we, yeah, we live in a cesspool. I can't, I was watching Perjury Trader Green. She's really on a roll lately they the fact that they've given her power and um it's an embarrassment now i see jd in our chat room and jd lives in the uk the lucky bastard and it's fascinating now i know why jd likes hanging out and watching tower buster because you know i would love i you know it's exciting to to watch a, a flaming wreck right <laughs> not maybe me i'm a flaming wreck but also the uh, the American experiment go down in flames. And yeah, because we, we definitely are living in um, the last days of the American Republic if we're not careful. this We got so many canaries in the coal mine and they're all dropping dead. Um, but I let's see, where to begin? Where to begin? I did see something. Let's start with, I just want to play this video because you know one thing that gets on my nerves all the time. Well, we talk about the Democrats, too, because they're not, um, you know, they need to be unapologetic. You don't have to apologize for being correct, you know, for being on the right side of history, for being decent, for being, for respecting dignity, democracy, right? Why why are you so timid about that? So um, one of the things that really uh, gets under my skin it's it bothers me all the time i hear it all the time and the corporate media enables it is the these emotionally stunted schoolyard bullies that are the republican party because that's all they are um saying calling uh the democrats the democrat party you know that's why i started talking about the republican party just to highlight it really uh, Jim pointed out because the Democrats, you know, I would watch very well-known news shows and like meet the press or whatever. And the, uh, you know, they'd have Republican guests on and they would just slip in this Democrat party bullshit and no one would stop them. No one would bat an eye. But that's that's a pejorative. It's part of what the um it's the it's right out of the lee atwater playbook so the and it's it shows you that they have nothing that's all they have they're not out there making policy to help 
make this grand experiment a more perfect union. They're not doing that. They're operating solely to uh, to trigger the libs, to which is in itself a uh, an ex- it's an emblematic of how unpatriotic they actually are, of, of how much they hate America. Because we're not, you know, we're not um, advocating for democratic policies or progressive policies because we want to trigger the traitors, you know, or the the Republicans. We're not. We're not. Tr- I'm not trying to hurt them. I'm not trying to upset them. I'm trying to. Get them health care. Make sure that they don't have to die needlessly without health care or they don't have to go beg on GoFundMe, you know, when they're when they get sick, which is a disgrace. But the whole thing is a goddamn disgrace. But anyway, so I saw this clip of Jamie Raskin. I was pleasantly surprised. Let's play it because he's here. He is giving, you know, pushing back. Finally, somebody uh, pushes back on these uh, emotionally stunted Schoolyard I just wanted to educate our distinguished colleagues that Democrat is the noun. When you use it as an adjective, you say the Democratic member or the Democratic right. solution or the Democratic plan. And so I assume it's a good faith grammatical error the first few times. But after people are corrected several times mm-hmm. and they continue to say it, it seems like it's an act of incivility, as if every time we mentioned the other party, it just came out with a kind of political speech impediment like, oh, the Banana Republican Party. Right. As if we were to say that every time we mentioned the Banana Republican member or the mm-hmm. Banana Republican exactly. plan or the Banana Republican conference. But we wouldn't do that. Right. But we wouldn't do that. And the, the and is that part of the problem that we could say the the argument is... Now, for, first of all, let me just say that Dem, uh, that Jamie Raskin is a he's a star. You know, he is one of the Democratic Party's most valuable players. He's great. He's fabulous, kicking ass for the working class, for real, and bringing the receipts all the time. We need about a we need a we we need an entire Congress filled with Jamie Raskins, and. This is why we have to fight them on every level. We have to fight them on every front and call them out. And it would be nice, though. The reason why it got to this point is because of the corporate media. And uh, JD on the chat says, I'm a glutton for punishment. Watching England being wrecked by the current administration isn't enough. <laughs> I get it. For I do. I, do. I wish I could. I really do. I do. I feel my... My homeland, uh, well, my my family's from Ireland, but, you know, my grandfather was in the English army, and I feel my ancestry strongly, and uh, I get, you know, I'm not kidding when I'm like, Grandma, I'm going to, when I, if I go into the light, the first thing I'm going to want to do is... Um, have a little conversation with Granny, if there is, you know, if Granny's on the other side. That's what I'm trying to say. Not that she's in hell or anything. I'm just mean like, if there is an other side. <laughs> or if I go to hell. I'm not going to hell. There is no hell. This is hell. We live in hell now. That's the whole Buddhist thing, by the way, if in case I'm sure you know this anyway. Hell, as uh, Nietzsche and Daishonin said, is in our five-foot 
bodies. I guess they were they were short at the time. So it's a hell is in your mind. Not unfor- I wish the Republicans would keep hell in their mind, but that's what that that's the problem with right wingers. They they project their hell onto onto civilization onto the rest of us so um you know i mean and we could uh, we unpack them all the time as uh, psychologically look at my cat he's here let me see stop it junior you're being abusive can you believe i'm being abused by a cat wait hold on fuck is my ecam this is what i'm talking about if this continues when I get the new computer, because you imagine like the first night, I'm sure there's going to be some bugs to work out, but first night where I, when um, using the new computer, be like, what the, where the fuck is Ecamm? Like nothing has changed. Going to be disappointed. Jesus Christ, I cannot find it. This is the problem. Hold on, let me see if I do this. Hide others? I cannot find my ecam at all, so that means I have no control. And I can't get rid of... Oh, here we go. I was trying to take that picture down and show you this picture. There he is. <laughs> Look at him. Look how good he is. Look how good you are when you're being good. Watch. Give me a paw. Give me that paw. I want it right now. Good. See? That's right. See? You got talent, kid. You're going far. I don't like that view of me. That's not a very flattering angle, but oh well. You got to learn to love yourself no matter what. All right. That's why that's the whole thing. I remember talking to... I am... Who was I talking to? Somebody, we were, you know, talking about doing the show with a camera. And they also have a show, but they didn't want to go on camera. But it's like, who cares? You got to love yourself no matter what. That's the point, right? Who cares? It could be worse. And it, and nobody, you know, whatever. Nobody cares. All right. Um, we got a lot of people in the chat if you're... If you're, uh, you know, hanging out on a Wednesday night and want to join us, youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. Okay, yes. So a lot of things happened this week, including um, the fact that it seems as if the Supreme Court is going to strike down Biden's student loan forgiveness, which is typical of course because they they have absolutely no business now you, you know i don't uh, it's let's take the big picture here why why does anybody vote for a republican anybody why why does anybody give them power you know this is the tyranny of the minority and you know as jd i'm envious of jd I don't. All right, we gotta we gotta put you back on the. There we go, right here. There we go. There we go. All right, stay. I'm gonna. I might have to put him in the bedroom. He's getting really. He's getting salty tonight. But 
So this is the thing with the Supreme Court. They are illegitimate. They were shoved onto the bench with uh, through dirty tricks, through Moscow Mitch's dirty tricks. And um, another thing, watching Jamie Raskin, it's good to see him call out the Republicans and their and their stupidity. And, you know, their stupid little schoolyard baby taunts. But th- as far as the Supreme Court, it, this is another battle we have to fight. You know, every time, just like the Democratic, just like the Republicans say the Democrat Party. And now this is, that's like a gang sign to them, you know. They throw that gang sign up and it's shorthand for that they that they are that they recognize each other that they know that they're in the cult you see it's sort of like an election denial now that's another gang sign but this democrat party thing that's you know how they they could they like like for example i'm pleasantly surprised now it's to the point where when i hear a right winger actually say democratic party i'm I, I'm almost shocked and pleasantly surprised. And I think, well, maybe this person is not as disgusting as the rest of them. So that that's a, a tell. So they show their hand. And um, we need to start calling it out, calling it all out, and calling out the Supreme Court. And the only way the Supreme Court, we're going to get to change the illegitimate, Supreme Court is by starting to call it out. And nothing will change without first pointing it out. It's like being in recovery. You know, the first step is admitting there's a problem. So um, if you, uh, that's why it's imperative for Democrats. And this is something, I mean, I know it's wishful thinking, but that it's imperative for them whenever they get in front of a camera to say the illegitimate Supreme Court, the illegitimate Amy Coney Barrett. She should never have been seated. That bitch couldn't wait for Ruth Bader Ginsburg's body to be in the ground. Do you realize that? The hypocrisy, the stunning levels of hypocrisy that we as as Americans have to endure and that's why the Supreme Court has a has a historically and appallingly low approval rating uh, because they have completely corrupted the Supreme Court so, and the, the this is you know uh, one of the things that I that we talk about on the show and notice how the corporate media and this is how we know we are truly in trouble, is that they are, they do recognize, not all, but some, many, many, even, uh, you know, the MSNBC crowd, uh, they say, um, you know, the F word, meaning fascism. They call out the Republicans for their, uh, their fascism. And I've said for years that in every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism, and here we are, the corporate media has finally caught up. And so that's that's good that they that they do that because they definitely reach more people, of course, than uh, this dinky show and others like it. But the only way we're going to be able to change the Supreme Court is and fix it, fix it. That's what we have to do is by first 
calling it out by, I mean, when you talk about Amy Coney Barrett, every, every time she, you, she's mentioned, you have to point out the fact that she has absolutely no honor. Nobody has, the, the, no one has honor. A person doesn't, well, no one has, you know what I'm, what am I trying to say? Someone, you, how could you want to tell somebody has no honor? Invite them to a coup and see if they accept. So anybody who accepts a, an invitation to a coup has no honor. Moscow Mitch McConnell called Amy Coney Barrett. I don't know what, maybe he, could, maybe he texted her. Who the fuck knows? But he got on the horn and he reached out to Amy Coney Barrett, who, you know, for a party that's all um, triggered by identity politics. Let, let me remind you guys that Amy Coney Barrett, she was going to um, be nominated when, in, in the spot that they put I Like Beer, Justice I Like Beer, Brett Kavanaugh, the, uh, the, uh, another illegitimate Supreme Court justice that has no business being there. And they um, decided, well, it was Trump who said, I'm saving her for Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you see? Because they have to have a female, you, you know? No, fuck this. I, they're always about, oh, it's the most qualified or whatever. We, the Democrats are, you know, blah, 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 identity politics. But no one plays identity politics more than they do. Because the people that we have, that, that, that normal people have on our side are... You know, there it just so happens we uh, have a diverse tent. We have we actually have a big tent, you know. Uh, so there's a lot of people to choose from. So it's not about identity politics. Look at um, Katanji Brown Jackson. Even though Biden said I will put a an African American woman on the Supreme Court, and it's goddamn about time. That's for sure. But her. Her, her qualifications are impeccable. She has more qualifications than, than all of that goddamn court combined, especially the right-wingers, because the only qualification, really, we know that the right-wingers have are that they are fascists, they're loyalists, that they have no honor, they have no integrity. And... And nothing says, <laughs> I have no integrity, more than, hey, you want to go, uh, you, you want to participate in this coup? This, this bitch, you know, was called, uh, whatever the hell, and she couldn't even wait for Ruth Bader Ginsburg to be in the ground, these disgusting people. She wasn't even cold yet. And they were, and, and she was, uh, you know, standing in the rose garden with the con man, grinning from ear to ear. She's got no business. They, they all, they have no, I mean, they really have no honor. And that's the point. So um, it reminds me what FDR did when the Supreme Court started to F with FDR's New Deal and push back uh, on, on uh, policies that he was trying to implement to save the United States from the Great Depression and a fascism, you know, a fascism problem. 
So, you know, because at the time, the as you know, in history, we could, there were, when you're at a crossroads, we could have went to the extreme right. But uh, thankfully, FDR uh, poured a little progressivism into the system and saved democracy, well, saved capitalism from itself here. Whereas the the Germany Germany went in the complete opposite direction. So the, anyway, when um, the Supreme Court at at during his day um, it started to rule against his New Deal policies, he was like, "Well, we're going to expand this court. We're going to put term limits. We're, we're going to put age age limits." On, uh, we're going to make some associate justices, and and it's completely constitutional because that's in the const goddamn tuition. I'm so sick of these freaking right wingers because you know that oh, it's so they're so goddamn tedious. They 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 can barely spell constitution and anything that they don't like. It's unconstitutional when it's completely constitutional. It's right in the constitution. You know, so they're talking, and this is this is why on um, they've kind of slowed down a little bit because the the Democrats haven't been bringing it up, expanding the court or taking remedy. It doesn't necessarily have to be that. I'm not a Supreme Court scholar or whatever, but there are other ways to to, to you know figure this out. Put term limits on these fuckers. Who says it has to be a lifetime appointment? Do what FDR did or tried to do. And after FDR flexed his muscle, and of course there was pushback, if you look at the cartoons, political cartoons of the day, there were a lot of push, there's a lot of pushback from, uh, against FDR trying to mess with the Supreme Court, of course from the right, calling him, a, he wants to be a king, he, he thinks he's a dictator, all this shit. When in reality, we know who really wants to be a king. You know, the right wingers. They hate democracy, obviously. And part of what the, uh, the steps to destroying democracy is um, destroying the judiciary. That is right out of the Nazi playbook. And I really do wish the Democrats would bring that up once in a while. Because um, that is such a, I mean, it's not, um, you know, it's just part of history. If we're going to say the F word, the fascism word, then, you know, point it out. The, the, the worst thing, it wasn't that Moscow Mitch was, um, you know, violating norms. That's one of the things that pissed me off, too, about the corporate media. They, kind, they, they give cover to the dirty tricksters. It's not like he's crossing a line. He's uh, violating a norm. This is how they would they would present it. Like it's so it's so uh, innocuous somehow. Oh, he's just um, he's just bending the rules a little. Who hasn't bent a rule now and then? Um, he is playing the Nazi game. He's pulling. He's he's literally pulling a page out of the Nazi playbook by corrupting the courts, and that's what they're doing. That's what that was about i mean to not even we're going back to obama not even give merrick garland a hearing the 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 dishonor of the entire right wing the absolute disdain for democracy that they have the the disdain for this nation of laws 
They hate this country. You get it? I know you get it. They hate they hate the the constitution. They hate the democracy. They hate the nation of laws. They hate the fact that we are a nation of immigrants. They hate it. And uh, the fact that they can't they can't play by the rules is case in point. You know, it's I I'm really sorry, Moscow Mitch. I mean, can you believe? You know, and uh, when I when I think about it, sometimes and just think about you know Moscow. How old is that fucker? Right, he's old. Let me look this up. How old he is? Not it's not that it really matters, but I'm, I'm and and look at Chuck Grassley and all that. It's not about how uh, you just got to think that you're you're not going to live forever. You're going to die. You are like we all are finite beings. So what what skin off your balls is it if uh, someone gets a fucking uh, break on their student loans? You sons of bitches, like. That's that's what motivates you. That you you know what gets you. You got to make sure that the people don't have lifelines. Wait, hold on. How much? How old is he? I'm actually looking up Moscow Mitch. Uh, Mitch McConnell. I was typing Moscow, <laughs> like that was his name. Mitch McConnell. What a scumbag. How much longer? Oh my. God. God, that's the, I mean, that is the eternal question. How much longer are we going to take it? How much longer are we going to endure these horrible, horrible, horrible people? Look at this. Look at this guy. That fucking face. That shit-eating cat who ate the canary face. Gravedigger of American democracy. I've read that article, or, well, excerpts from Christopher Browning's book. Uh, wait, was it Christopher Browning? Yeah, I think so. Christopher Browning. He called Moscow Mitch. Well, I think it was an article, now that I'm saying it. Moscow. I read this other book, Christopher Browning, historian of, of World War II, wrote a book called Ordinary Men about the Polish... Uh, police reserve guard unit that participated in the Holocaust uh, or what was known as the Holocaust by bullet. And it's uh, pretty chilling, but we know that, you know, that's it's not, you know, it's not like these, these men were, they came from Mars or something. Uh, they, the same people live here. You know, the only thing separating the right wingers of today from acts of of genocide and uh, extreme disgustingness is uh, opportunity and environment. There's no doubt. Let me see. Uh, Christopher Browning, grave digger. That's what he called grave digger of American democracy. And it can't be can't be mentioned enough really yeah i was correct yeah he calls uh christopher browning warns that there are troubling parallels between present day united states and fascism's rise in europe browning a specialist in the areas of the holocaust nazi germany and world war era europe isn't arguing that 
well, this was during Trump's uh, maladministration, but isn't arguing that President Donald Trump, think about that name now. Every now and then you have to stop and be like, President Donald Trump? What? Okay. Um, he's not arguing that Donald Trump, president, um, is a modern Adolf Hitler or that Trumpism is akin to Nazism, but he does argue that certain stress factors Fractures in society and in the international order appear to be re-emerging with these patterns, um, and they portend troubling trends for the United States and the rest of the world. And there is one figure in American politics that Browning does see as a relatively direct and troubling analog to a crucial World War fi World War era figure, Senate Majority Leader. Mitch McConnell, the Kentucky Republican, is becoming the gravedigger of American democracy, Browning wrote. The role played for Germany beginning in the 1930s by President von, Paul von Hindenburg. Hindenburg didn't defend democracy in Germany. Instead, he unleashed emergency powers in 1930 to appoint chancellors to skirt over political divisions in parliament. Eventually, Hitler became chancellor, when Hindenburg erroneously thought he could be controlled, and also, you know, the, the, we were talking about this on the, the, one of the one of the shows recently, and uh, it comes up. Well, it was uh, the it wasn't just Hindenburg; it was the 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 uh, business class. You know, the right con the conservative business class in in concert with Hindenburg. I mean, they were all conservatives, and they put Hitler in the chan they made him chancellor thinking they could control him because it was terrifying to them thinking that they may have to run their businesses with labor unions and things like that because they would much rather have uh, fascism of course that they thought that they could control than have uh, a worker having any notion that they might have a seat at the table. You better stop that. I don't like that. He's biting my hands, my cat. I love him, but what's with the biting, huh? What's with the biting, buddy? What's with the biting? Why? Why are you biting me? Why are you biting me on the air? He never bites me any other time except when we go on the air. I think he's mad. He's mad. <laughs> Haiku says, Donald Trump, the douchebag playboy, rich kid, racist creep from New York, is what I think. Yeah, well, that's him. He has no, that's what he should have been, and what that's what he is. You know, he's a disco prowler. He's a lowbrow cretin who has nothing to offer. I mean, he, he doesn't have anything of value to contribute to Earth. That's what the thing about these right-wingers. What do they bring to the table? They don't bring decency. They don't bring humanity, right? They don't bring fairness. They don't bring anything that makes the world a, a good place to live in. And the fact that these right-wingers, these dishonorable cretins on the Supreme Court are now all pondering... You know, they talk about ten fucking thousand dollars. 
right? And uh, let me talk about this for a minute with the student loan forgiveness. It really pisses me off listening to, well, of course, the corporate media because the way that they present it, they, um, I was watching something and they were like, of course, they have to do both sides, both sides. Everything is both sides. Well, on one side, they say this. And on that side, they say boogie-boo. And the other side says poopy-poo. And they're as if they're equal. But then you have this guy. They had to wrap it up with some guy going, well, I never took loans, and I didn't. So what about me? You know, so I'm I'm not getting any money. Like, you know, as if the, um, let's see, let's not do anything then. Why don't we not do a goddamn thing? Because somebody might not get something. Someone might miss out. You know, I paid my student loans. I'm not like, oh, fuck that. I had to pay. So you got to pay. Uh, it's like, oh, well, let's not have uh, abolition. Let's not end slavery because some people had to live and die enslaved. So, you know, I mean, it's not about you. It's about us and everybody. Just because you uh, didn't get something that now somebody's getting doesn't mean, like, you're missing out. You're living, you will live in a country that is a little better, you know? That, that the you imagine the the economic engine that will be uh, revitalized when that when millions of Americans just have a little breathing room that matters it will make america a better place and give me a break it's also the the unfairness oh i didn't pay i didn't uh, take out a loan so i paid mine back it was so good bully fucking for you the selfishness, as if selfishness, and that, because that was another thing I, on the corporate media, they were like, and then of course there's the fairness, there's the fairness uh, argument. Since when? Why is it always this? The the fairness when we're talking about helping average people, we never hear about the fairness argument about the fact that the fucking rich pay no taxes on their stinking. Goddamn corporations that use all our our public infrastructure and everything else. Oh, then there's the unfairness of it. We got the fairness, like this, like that ever counts, except when you're trying to ensure that we make absolutely no progress at all. Maybe they instead of giving this unfairness bullshit any goddamn oxygen. They should shut that shit down. That's why it, it does matter. The media matters. It really, oh, well, that's a website. You see, media matters. It really does, though. It really does. Everything starts as a conversation, right? So the ideas have to get out there. And to when you're, you're validating that kind of bullshit as if it's, it's, it's actually, it's valid. When the, whoever you know, uh, the pundit is, should be like, this is, oh, give me a break. I mean, what world operates like that? Well, I guess the conservative mindset, where they're always aggrieved somehow. Well, I had to pay my loans. Well, so what, so fucking what? You know, you go to the supermarket, 
Oh, I just bought her a loaf of bread. Now it's on sale this week. So what are you going to fucking do? That's the way it is. You know? I, I, what, am I, what can I tell you? Stop being selfish and look at the bigger picture here. We live in a country where the 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 gap between I can't even talk I'm a little, little the gap between rich and poor is wider than it was in ancient Rome. You motherfuckers, excuse my language. And we have upward immobility, the worst in the entire uh, Western world. We have an income gap that used to be the slightest. Now it's the widest. In 40 years, that happened. Right before our very eyes. Our very eyes. But why aren't you unfair fairing us about that? That's so unfair that they robbed from the majority to give to a handful of people who will never spend it in a million lifetimes so, so they can have a couple of more zeros on their bank account. So they could continue to buy politicians and corrupt government so they could write the rules to make it easier for them to steal and, and put their boot on your neck and destroy this pesky democracy once and for all. So give me a break with this. Uh, it's unfair. Shame on you if that's how you feel. Really, shame on you. That's why I'm, 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 I'm just done with this shit. You know, when I'm done with right wingers, I'm done with, uh, for, first of all, with these, anybody who votes for a perjury trader green or a Lauren Boebert, shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. Should be like Cersei Lannister. Shame, shame. All of them. Shame on you, you know? I mean,. Jesus Christ. And shame, you know, we were talking, I know I'm, I'm just looking for an article, but um, we were talking about it, you know, the um, Ohio, the train der derailment. And now they're like, where's Pete Buttigieg? And we were talking about this the other day and I was thinking about it for, like, more and more, uh, um, you know, during the week or whatever, uh, about how we never hear the Democrats ever push back. You know, we hear the Republicans all the time how government's the problem, government's the boo, 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 the nine most dangerous or uh, terrifying words. I'm from the government. I'm from, you know, then, but you never hear the Democrats. They're, they always, they're always responding. To, they're never, you know, uh, they, like when there were 400 train derailments when the con man squatted in the White House and no, and Elaine Chow was nowhere to be found. We never hear anything about, we're fire Elaine Chow, uh, resign Elaine Chow, because it's all this selective outrage. But with uh, the Democrats have to get more unapologetic when uh, when these right-wingers are like where's Pete Buttigieg or whatever then you say what are you talking about I thought you I thought the uh, you guys thought the nine most dangerous words were I'm from the government and I'm here to help you mean you want government you want government to help I wasn't sure because all I've, I've been hearing since I could fucking uh, since I was conscious from zygote, I all I've been hearing where you right wing is going like government's the problem, shrink government, kill government, drown it in a bathtub until you want something, right? 
like Goldilocks, like babies. Government, it's like, uh, I'm like, they're the government of Goldilocks. It's just right. Government, the size of government is just right in the ways it serves me. I'm from the government. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You want government now. That's what the Democrats should do. Now you're all upset. Where's the government? We need help. I'm from the government. Well, they took the, the brakes away. The government, government, ugh, those pesky regulations. Well, why don't you go drink poison? Do, do everything yourself then. You know, when you, when you eat your food, don't, we don't need those stinking regulations. Maybe you'll get explosive diarrhea. Well, like in North Korea, when they open somebody up and they all there's they start pulling out worms because you know they've those pesky regulations, right? I'm from the government. They don't got no government helping them. They're free. They got a lot of freedom, freedom to die, freedom to eat parasites uh, if they eat at all, right? But oh my God, this fucking cat. Stop. Stop it. You're pulling my ass. Jesus Christ. What a pain in my ass. I'm sick of it. Cut it out. Not in the mood. I'm from the government. You know what I mean? For real. Why don't they do that? Uh, Do you guys agree with me? I mean, that's what they, I think. Why don't you do that, Pete? I thought that I was from the government. And you were terrified of the nine most dangerous words. That's all I keep hearing. Now you want, oh wait, oh, you want government. Now, I see. We got to fly in there and change your diapies. I thought you didn't like government. You see, you got no government and the, that choo-choo was going broom, broom. With no boom boom. Now you went boom boom. Oh well. Oh, but you want government. You want government to come in and fix it now. Fucking so sick of them. The guy they're so they're the 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 uh the hypocrisy. It's it's stunning and tedious, and I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them. You know, the center of the universe is such a crowded place filled with Republicans. I'm sick of it. They have no, I mean, they are babies, right? You know that. And I keep saying it because it takes a level of maturity to function in a free democratic society. And they don't have that level of maturity. They're like babies. That's why they're like, I do it myself. Oh, where, mommy, mommy, where's the guy? We got a problem. You know, that's the way it is. Mommy, mommy. And then, you know, but then they're like, I do it myself. I don't need government. Well, go. Go Galt already. I'm so, I thought, why, why didn't they go Galt? That's the other thing with the train derailment. It's a perfect opportunity to go Galt. Show us all how Atlas shrugs. Shrug away. Be like, that's it. Government is useless. Come on, guys. Let's let's do this. Let's show them all we're how how uh, resourceful we are. This is the the old American ingenuity. 
put our heads together here and we'll figure it out. No, 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 no. Oh, well, why don't they care about us? Pete Buttigieg doesn't care. He's not here. Well, that's because, uh, well, first of all, we didn't, you know, we live in a modern world. You don't need to be, you don't need to see Pete Buttigieg's fucking face for him to be doing something. But, okay, um, I thought you were terrified of the government. I'm from the government. I'm here to help, right? That's what people just said in so many words when they landed, and uh, and and it doesn't matter when they landed. Before, within two hours, the government was helping, doing whatever they had to do. The EPA was on the ground and f- assessing the situation. But no, no, I just, this is what I mean. Be- this is how the right-wingers get away with their, their baby tantrums all the time because no one ever calls them out on it. Never. We never call them out. They're, they're never held accountable. We never go back and say, yeah, I thought you hated government. And, oh, well, I thought that you didn't want your pre-existing conditions protections because, you know, uh, Obamacare was going to lead to death panels. Well, where are the fucking death panels? How come there's no death panels? Or what about where are all the the um, uh, people marrying their dogs when we pass marriage equality? Where where I don't see one person marrying a dog. There's not one. I mean, I know beauty's in the eye of the beholder. I I don't mean a dog figuratively. There's no but there's no uh, human dog marriage. That's not a thing. So, but we're all, we all forget. We're all just let them off the hook for all, all the things they waste our time about. Wasted time that we will never get back. Because every, every, every minute we're heading to uh, the inevitable. And that's a minute we're not getting back. Every minute, every wasted breath talking to these fucking I, you know, I do it myself government government's the problem that's why I gotta have my gun so because the gun I gotta overthrow the government even though that's not what the second amendment's about but you know that's another thing it's like every we all we have to deal with these babies but the thing is it's like that's the way it is you know we I guess people it's like you when you deal with a baby yeah, you can't stop every five minutes and, like, deal with a baby. You just kind of ignore them sometimes, you know? It's like, oh, whatever, the fucking baby is uh, having a tantrum, whatever. You can't address every stupid babyish thing because you'll never, you never will do anything. You'll never, you know, you'll never get anywhere. You never go to the damn grocery store, if you, you know, and get your shopping done. If you have to stop every five minutes and address a baby having a tantrum. And so I think that in a lot of ways, Democrats are, it's like adults. You, you ignore them and you hope that others understand, you know, you just, ah, they'll grow out of it, but they never do. They never, and now they're worse because no one's ever called them out. They, they don't call them to the carpet. 
They don't make them accountable for their stupidity. They're, they are so stupid. And, uh, yeah, they suck. And they, you know, they really, and I'm not kidding though. They do hate this country. They hate everything about it. They, that's why they have to make everything up. They have to make up that, you know, this country was founded by the, well, here, let's do this. The inspiration of, um, Judeo-Christian and, uh, the founders were all about Jesus, which is nothing is further from the truth. This country was founded from the inspired, inspired by the liberal age of enlightenment. And that's why it pissed me off today too. When, um, what's his name? Eric Adams, who is a Democrat, the democratic mayor of New York, spoke at some stupid prayer breakfast was what they all have to do now they gotta go and genuflect to somebody's sky spook and he said that he was he doesn't believe in the separation of church and state you know coming from a democrat now i could imagine a republican you know that seems very right wing Right, I mean that's something that they they don't believe in. They because they're they're confused. But it it sounded well, not just that they hate America, they hate democracy. And uh, let me see, Eric Adams. But this is the Democratic mayor of New York. I don't, and he said that this is from the Guardian. He said that don't tell me about no separation of church and state. Don't tell me about no separation of, you know, he's trying to be all street. Don't tell me about no separation. Civil rights groups blasted the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, after he said he believed God had made him mayor. What, what's the difference between this, this uh, baloney and a right winger? It's coming right out of perjury trader Green's mouth. That's what it sounds like. So he said, uh, it appeared to support compulsory prayer in school, in public schools, and said, don't tell me about no separation of church and state. The head of the New York Civil Liberties Union led the condemnation. We are a nation and a city of many faiths and no faith. Donna Lieberman said, in order for our government to truly represent us, it must not favor any belief or any other, including non-belief. That the mayor made the controversial remarks at an interfaith breakfast at the New York Public Library on Tuesday. Discussing his rise to power, the former police officer said he strongly, strongly believed in all my heart that God said, I'm going to take the most broken person and I'm going to elevate him to a place of being the mayor of the most powerful city on the globe. Oh, that sounds pretty goddamn narcissistic to me. You know? Oh, God was like, I'm going to take this dude? This fucking dude that doesn't understand the Constitution of the United States? That doesn't understand how important, not just important, vital. You know what vital means? It means you cannot live without it. Like your, you know, your vitals. Your beating heart. It's a 
requirement to sustain life. So the founders fought a revolution against an intergenerational aristocracy and a, and a entrenched church, you know, the Catholic church that had ruled Western civilization for 2,000 years. And not to the betterment of the people, of the majority of the people, but to keep people in their place, selling them the promise of paradise when they're dead, keeping people from, uh, uh, from overthrowing the intergenerational aristocracy, telling them that your reward comes in heaven. If God wanted you to be rich, he would have made you rich. God made the lords and the dukes and the barons. God made the king. So the king is closest to God, and he, the king will tell you what to do. And it is your duty to obey the king and not rebel against him because rebelling is akin to rebelling against God. This was the bullshit that they peddled and sold the, the people, the dumbasses, the serfs in the field. And this is the kind of shit we got to deal with. We still dealing with this? We still got to put up with this bullshit? coming out of the mouths of these people. And they think that's a somehow, I mean, this is what's scary is that they, they're, they're doing it to, I, I don't know, uh, ingratiate themselves to a bunch of people who don't know any better. If you're, you know, go take your God and pray in the closet like your God told you to do. I mean, come on. It's, he said it right there. We got the words. Pray in your closet. Shut up in public. I don't, why, why do you got to proclaim yourself? Why do you got to shove your God into every, in our public sphere? Because we, like the woman from the New York Civil Liberties Union said, we are a city and a nation of many faiths and, and no faith at all. That's the way we want it. That's the way, that's why people died. You know, they, that was a radical idea and still is clearly to some people. We know that, but there's nothing more dangerous than entrenching God in, in, uh, in public, in our secular government. But of course, you know, because I guess the godless communists, well, the Nazis were really into God. This is, this is another thing that Republicans and just right-wingers in general, they like to rewrite history, of course, especially uh, distancing themselves about the, uh, from the Nazi ideology that they are, that they are, right? So the Nazis were, they made deals with the Catholic Church. They were intertwined with uh there were many catholic nazis and in fact even after the war um uh the uh the hunters the nazi hunters right um that tried to bring these scumbags these war criminals to justice they uh the they were being uh, there was what am i trying to say there was like an underground railroad for nazis getting them out of the country, getting them to safety, getting them to Brazil. And you know who ran that underground railroad? Okay. 
to a man it was run by Catholic priests. So, come on. Give me a break. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this, it's dangerous, and it, I, this, this is part of the problem. They, they're in this country, this whole, and the Democrats, it's a slippery slope. The Democrats um, engage in it, too, and, the, and Eric Adams is a Democratic mayor. If he's, if he's got a faith or whatever, whatever he believes in a sky spook, do what your sky spook told you to do and pray in the closet, but of course not. But here in this country, they, there's, because we're on the slippery slope to fascism, and we've been on the slippery slope for a long time, politicians, they have somehow lost the, um, the I don't know, the, the knowledge or they, they pander to these right wing fascists, crystal fascists, right? I mean, that's what I'm trying to say, the crystal fascists. They pander to them. Every time they end a speech, they got to say, God bless America, God, 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 Jesus. You know, who's your favorite? I remember they asked George Bush, George W. Bush, who's your favorite philosopher? Jesus. Bullshit. Because you don't know anybody else. You don't know shit. The ignorance. That's one of the common denominators here in America. Stupidity is valued. Oh, he's as dumb as I am. Jesus is uh, a great philosopher. Well, if he is, if he's your great philosopher that you follow, why don't, what, you know, that this is the thing. Why do you always got to tell me about it? Why can't I see it in your works? Like Jesus said, know them by their fruit. Why can't I see it in your fruit? <laughs> right? It's true. Jesus told them to go pray in their closets, shut their, shut their filthy lie holes, and go pray in their closets, and that, you know, uh, everything else that he said that they don't do, that you will, you know, uh, you, if you really want to, what did he say? If you want to be like me or whatever, do what I do. Give all your money to the poor and follow me. You know, because nothing, because we got kingdom, uh, the kingdom of heaven. You know, you're, you're, you're talking about all this bullshit that passes away. I'm selling you eternity in a mansion with, with Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix and Judy Garland. It's going to be fun. And you're worried about some trinkets and baubles here on the ground that you can't take with you, that somebody's going to dig up someday with eager hands, like they say in uh, Cities and Dust, for those Susie and the Banshees fans. Dragged and washed with eager hands. Right, honey? <sighs> Jesus, help us. Eric Adams, when we took prayers out of schools, guns came into school. Get this fucking guy out of here, really, okay? Get this guy out of here. Guns ca You son of a bitch. This sounds like any right-winger, but which is why he's a dumbass, and of course that's dumb, and not helpful at all. 
because when be, you know because it's not true you know what i mean we we have a real problem and here comes eric adams with some platitudes that will do nothing but delay the actual progress we need to make well they're like prayer in schools no it's, it's got nothing to do with prayer in schools it has to do with nut jobs not only not getting the help they need, but also having easy access to fucking assault weapons. <sighs> Why is that so hard? It's not hard. They know that, but you know. When we took prayer out of schools, guns came into schools, Adams said to applause from hundreds of religious leaders gathered at an annual event in Manhattan. And this is, you know, it's like groupthink, and it's it's a problem, of course. But I'm sure in the room, he's like reading the room. He's like, I'm gonna really wow him with all my fascist, crystal fascist uh, sentiments. Watch this. Hold my beer. And then, don't tell me about no separation of church and state. Well, I'm gonna tell you. I will tell you. I'm t I'm telling you. You're dumb. I I was when I read this. I fucking. I wonder. I just. I can't take it. I can't take it. Let me see. Eric Adams. I just want to see if there's an update. If he said anything about it. Mayors and blah 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 blah. I walk with God. Mayor Adams dismiss it. No, no, there's no uh, update. I walk with God. Go fuck yourself. Walk away then. Walk. Keep walking. Take a long walk off a short pier with God. <laughs> Just keep walking. Go galt with God. You know, a shrug. Atlas shrug. Shrug, shrug. Shrug away with God. Yes, the producer's being quiet. I don't know if he wants to... He wants to be put back up on the... On the little cat tree. Because he will be... If he isn't quiet. He's looking at my hands like a rabid dog looks at a chicken wing. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, could you believe where we live? JD, how how big is your place, JD? Can we all come over? Right? Well, in the meantime, while uh, while JD is thinking about that, I want to say thank you Richard W for your super chat. Another great show, Tara. Thank you Jim for your super chat. Thank you Mark for your super chat and your very cute emoji. Very much appreciated. And thank you, Pookie's mommy, for your super chat. Hey, all you awesome chatters and Tarabuster. It's March already. I know, right? That's our lives. How many more months do we have to put up with Perjury Trader Grain? That's one thing. I keep I gotta put a countdown up or something. Like doing time with this bitch. Here, I want to play something. She she was really on a roll yesterday. I kept watching clips of her, and of course she was wearing the same outfit. But that nothing, you know, that's she was nothing against that. It's just that she was 
it was all these clips were coming out throughout the day. And it was like, this is just one day of this bitch's life. And she's spewing all kinds of bullshit from sunup to sundown and every hour else in between. Like she's over here saying the election was stolen. She's over there talking about uh, she's upset that fentanyl is being seized. Here, let me show you that one. This this is always this is a very fascinating um, thing that Republicans are very upset about. I want you to know that in 2020 there were 4.8 thousand pounds of fentanyl seized by CBP, but in 2021, fiscal year 2021. (laughs) It increased to 11.2 thousand pounds of fentanyl was seized by the CBP. That is a direct result of Biden administration failure policies. <laughs> now, here we are. Either she doesn't know what seized means or she is upset. I mean, what is she upset about? She's upset that the fentanyl isn't getting through and needlessly killing Americans. That's what she's upset about. I mean, that's that's actually a, a good thing, perjury. That's a good thing. It's incredible. But, uh, or she's, ups- or it's the, um, it's just the faux rage. They're constantly angry and they cannot help it. It's it, that that's one thing that I wonder, because I know that, you know, we're we're normal people and they're crazy. And but I do there. And then there are all like the undecided. They can't decide if they want to be with the nut jobs or with the normal people. So but I so I wonder if, uh, you know, this will help them hit bottom. You know what I mean? The constant anger is, it's just so tedious. Like, shut up. Everything that happens is, uh, this is a failure. Like, the whole fucking thing. It's a failure. And we we could tell, we can go tit for tat with um, everything that Trump did, and they remain silent. Which is it only exposes how how disgusting they are and, and how transparent their anger is and how much it's just a show it's just an act and people are sick of it I'm tired of her I'm just so tired of her of Bobert the rest of them con- the constant yelling they're so upset all the time everything's a failure everything sucks. They hate America. I mean, they just hate America. Suck everything. Suck America. America sucks. Failure, failure, failure. Well, if it sucks, perjury, it's because you suck. You know, the world is your mirror, perjury. You think the world sucks? That's because you suck. You understand? It's really true. I mean, there are things we need to fix. We should be better people. We should not be like perjury trader green. She's a she's a trash person person. I can't talk. She is a trash person. She is a garbage person. I don't know what's in her mind. Her her head there's nothing but garbage and and flies. 
and and conspiracy theories. Well, I guess it's garbage. What's in her brain? And if you're a garbage person who knows nothing, that's the other thing. They they are so ignorant. The ignorance is astonishing. And they're sitting in the halls of power. She's sitting in the halls of power. And she's a dumbass. Dumb, dumb, diddy dumb. Really dumb, stupid, like Lauren Boebert, who only who only took her four times to pass her GED. Biden administration failure policies. Wait, now, wait, wait. Let's, here we let are. Just listen to that again a little bit. I know, I know, it's hard, but it's she's saying that it, there used to be this amount of fentanyl seized, and now there's this amount, which is more. And that is because of failed policies of what? Not seizing more? Of letting less? Of letting more get through and seizing less? Year 2021, it increased to 11.2 thousand pounds of fentanyl (laughs) was seized by the CBP. That is a direct result of Biden administration failure policies. Now, here we are in to date, to date, fiscal, fiscal year 2023, they have already received, or, or seized 12.5 thousand pounds of fentanyl. Good. The Biden administration is failing this country <laughs> by not protecting our border and securing our border and stopping Chinese fentanyl from being brought into our country wow. illegally by the cartels. And people are dying every single day because of it. Well, like you love when people die. I don't know why she's upset. Fentanyl is being seized. And of course, that's the other thing. It's not the most. The fentanyl comes in through points of entry like the, uh, you know, it's being smuggled in. It's not coming through the border from the from China. Let me see. Hold on. I saw some. This was a good news story. Actually, let me find this. And it's related. Hmm, where is it? Let me see. The Tiki Torch guy. Here we go. He was was smuggling fentanyl. You know, remember the Tiki Torch Nazi? The very fine people? This fucker? Charlottesville Tiki Torcher killed himself before drug smuggling trial he was smuggling fentanyl that's how it's getting in perjury teddy joseph von newcomb yeah sure that's his name uh yeah one of the most prominent faces lit by the glow of tiki torches and what became the lasting image of the 2017 white supremacist rally in charlottesville killed himself as he was due to face criminal trial last month well there that's a good news story Oh, that's terrible. Well, um, no, it's not. When, as I say, when one of these Nazis steps off the mortal coil, and I'm saying not doing it. I mean, he did it to himself. I'm not trying to have violence against these people. I'm talking legally and peacefully. But they are damaged people, and they lack the 
courage to get the help they need. So he did nothing in his short life on earth, his wasted life where he took and took and took and put poison into the, into the earth, into the world, because he is poison. You can't, you can't give something that you do not have. Right. So if you want to, make america great you want to make well you know forget it. they don't want to make the world great because they hate it they they're just a bunch of nazis but you know they if you want you 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 have to have it in order to give it away right that's what we say in the rooms you can't you gotta you you can't hey hey oh god spite me but he's he was head to toe rotten and poison. It's like perjury trader green. She's poison. She's rotten. She's got nothing. She's doing nothing because she can't. There's nothing there to she can't give anything good because she's not good. She's loaded up. She's filled to the brim with with filth. The 35-year-old skipped out on his first day of the tri- of a trial for uh, his trial for a drug trafficking charge. <sighs> See, that's all he did on his in his short life. He hung out. He, well, he was a Nazi. He helped kill somebody at the Charlottesville rally or Nazi event or whatever the fuck was happening. He uh, smuggled drugs. It's like, this is what they are. They bring nothing to the table. I mean, really, I'm not kidding. I'm looking at the chat. Anybody, do we give me a, uh, anybody can tell me of a good thing that right wingers have done. I'll, I'll talk about it. You know, can, and maybe I'm blind to it. I haven't seen any uh, something good because i'm i'm living in a bubble i'm i'm a liberal i'm in my liberal bubble what do you want god damn it holy shite Bastard. <clears throat> Let me see. Oh, fuck it all. Where is this? I'm gonna have to put him in the bedroom. Is he coming back? Oh no, he's going inside. Good. Go lay down. You don't listen to me anyway. Thank you, Barry, for your super chat. You can't fix stupid. I hope that wasn't directed to me. I'm not stupid. I know that. Sometimes I wish I was. Really. So I could be like, uh, let's watch The Real Housewives and not even think about anything. You know? I could never do that, though. I never was able to not watch this or, or care, let's put it that way. I saw the injustice... And also that it doesn't have to be this way. The only thing holding us back is is us. 
the greed, the stupidity, the selfishness of Mar of perjury trader green. <laughs> Period. And and her ilk. Like I was watching this video of uh let me see if I can find it. Of perjury uh, not perjury. Um Lauren banned from the bowling alley Bobert. And she was I mean it's they're just so they're so annoying. But every I was she was talking about something dumb, of course, and getting it wrong. And uh but it's all with this tone of I I'm a, I've had enough. We've had enough here. Like they're so angry. Shut the fuck up already. Why are you so angry? You know what is it? It's you know why they're angry. Let me let me think because I've had a lot of therapy, so I can really. I have a lot of empathy too. It's like a curse, so I could put myself in their shoes and uh, to some dis degree and try to. Well, at least I try and think about well, well, you know, from their perspective what the problem is. So why are they so, you know why they're so angry? It's because, um, let me think about this. It's because, well, it's because they can't keep up. That's what it's about. I, I'm really, it's, this is true. I'm, I'm getting this. I'm like John Edwards psych channeling them or Jane Goodall. Who studied the apes? That's a different, yeah. I study Trump and Z. It's really true, but um, they they are frustrated, and it's when you're, it's like um, you know, when you're stupid, and you're in a class, let's say, and it's over your head. The topic is over your head. It, you can get angry and frustrated, and so that's why they are they're angry and the fact is they are they don't realize or what whatever it is they don't have the courage to have that um self awareness you know so they they're not evolved enough to 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 know that it's them you know it's not the world it's not it's not us it's it's them so like wherever you go there you are and it's not that you know um it's not that things are woke it's that you can't you simply can't keep up and your babies so and i mean keep up in the way that the the world keeps evolving so they're they and they d just don't grow up and they are so isolated when you look at their communities. You know, they're not living in diverse communities. You know what I mean? So if a trans person comes out, like, it's like, oh, shocking. You know, that's he's or she is their, that's their trans person. You know, they don't live in a place where there's a lot of people who are, are different. And if you are different uh, because of them, you know, they are... Uh, it's very frightening to come out if you're different if you're different in their those communities because they reject you you know they don't have the courage to to say okay it's all good we got you you know you're 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 welcome here we're all in this together 
they, uh, I mean, I, the most disgusting things that I hear w when it re in regard to right wingers is how they, they, uh, you know, reject their children. They come out as trans or gay, or you know, they, they, how, how you reject, um, you know, your family because they're not the the same. They're not what you think, especially your children. Like I saw this. Um, I saw this tweet that somebody posted, and it was the most horrifying thing. I'm wondering if I took a screenshot of it. That's why I'm looking. It was some guy, some fucker. He he was like, my my daughter came out as trans, and I'd rather she be dead or something like that. And then... And everybody, you know, people were writing them back, like, you're, f you're filth. And, you know, if that's your God telling you that, really? That you have a very sick God. Let me see. Twitter. Mm, is it Twitter? I'll just put Father Rejects Trans social media let's see what comes out no it didn't come yeah I don't know it was one of those things that I came across but anyway can't really talk about it if I can't find it there's so many other things to talk about like for example here's another one you might have seen you might have seen this one and well uh, how the it's like we say all the time, the consequences of right-wing policies always come home to roost and failure. So this is a, just a couple of hours ago, I, I don't know how old this story is, maybe a day? Is it? Oh no, nine hours ago, this story. A Tennessee woman needed an abortion and she couldn't get help nearby. So... Well, let me play the video that her video went viral. You might have seen it. And it is absolutely heartbreaking. Her name is Allie Phillips. Here we go. I had my anatomy scan on Monday. They saw some pretty serious things. She set pregnant. me up with a high-risk doctor yesterday. So the original issues were there wasn't enough amniotic fluid. <clears throat> her kidneys were abnormal and she was measuring a month small. I wish... I wish that was all that was wrong. Her heart has a defect. She only has two chambers in her heart when there should be four. Um, her bladder isn't good, her kidneys aren't good, and her brain um, didn't split in the early stages of pregnancy like it's supposed to. I'm gonna butcher this, but it's called holoprosencephaly. It is a very rare birth defect in the brain. Only 3% of fetuses make it to birth. Um, if they do, they don't live very long after a max of maybe six months. They'll experience seizures, respiratory problems, temperature irregulation. She won't hit milestones like sitting, walking, crawling, talking, basic motor skills. She would need a feeding tube. On top of that, she has too much fluid um, in her brain. And based off of everything the doctor saw, um, she said the genetic tests that we're getting back next week 
um, most likely will come back as trisomy 13, and that is not compatible with life. So when I asked what the next steps were, she said, um, you know, if you guys so decide, you can terminate the pregnancy. Because I live in Tennessee, I can't do that here, so I'm going to have to travel out of state. Or, she said, if we decided to continue with the pregnancy, um, the bigger she develops, the worse she's going to get. And we risk having a stillborn um, or giving birth to her for her to just die shortly after delivery. This isn't treatable. There's nothing anybody can do. It's just one of those things that happens. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't my husband's fault. It's just nature just kind of didn't do what it was supposed to. So I would like you guys to meet my daughter, mm. Miley Rose. Though we'll never get to actually meet her, she was still very loved. So this woman is on top of her heartbreak and trauma of dealing with this pregnancy that's and the this a fetus that is malformed and obviously uh that's a trauma that she's and her husband and her family have to go through but they have to now make arrangements to travel out of state to because they can't get an abortion at home so they have to take the time and the finances and and the the stress of finding an out of state doctor and they're saying they're go they're going to have to go to New York to get this and people the thing that really irritated me too is I was l watching or uh looking at these comments on the different posts uh, about this situation and so this person wrote that well I'm generally pro life but this is a different situation. So, well, this is why you keep your big, filthy Republican nose out of private medical decisions. Banning abortion or criminalizing abortion doesn't reduce the abortion rate. And I wrote this person back saying, well, if you're pro-life, then I'm sure you vote Democratic because the abortion rate goes down under democratic policies, under universal health care, education, living wages. All that criminalizing abortion does is send women to die in back alleys. This is another thing that I don't hear Democrats saying. I never hear them. Uh, whenever uh, the abortion issue is raised or... Uh, d or the Republicans dare call themselves pro-life. They're not pro-life. The Democrats have, it's like the, it's like the Democrat party thing. They just let it lay there in the floor like a rotten stinking egg. Republicans hate life. They are pro-abortion. Their policies create so many of them. And and they and everywhere you look, and this is why I'm I'm looking at the chat now. Let me see. Wait, oh, am I? Where are you guys? I lost you. I lost my guys. Here we go. What? Um, let me see. Anybody have any good things that the Republicans have done? Are there any examples of Republicans bringing goodness, decency, 
anything, anything that helps people in any way, policies that I've perhaps missed. Because all I see is that Republicans, what do they do? They bring pain everywhere. They bring, you know, division. They never bring light to a situation. They never bring healing. Look at this woman. She's, she's traumatized. This is a horrible time in her life. They had hopes. They, they don't have to go through this shit. And, but they gotta, it has to, they gotta, now it has to become an even more traumatic event where they have to spend more money, more time, travel, get a hotel room, get a doctor in a different state, take time off of work, take time off of whatever, leave your family, leave your support group or whatever behind your support system. And then because you, you live in a shithole state where they, Republicans think that well, they don't think that, you know, they just want control. This is all part of throwing red meat to the dumbasses so they will continue to vote for their own demise. And then you'll have something like this happen and the right-wingers will pop up, well, well, you know, we don't mean this. We just mean you, brown people, or this person, or somebody else. But this is the real-life consequences of their action, of their policies. The Republican policies always come home to roost in failure. They always come home to roost in despair, in disease, in division. Prove me wrong, man. Prove me wrong. Show me I'm I'm, uh, happy enough to, to admit if I'm mistaken. Give me an example. We'll talk about it. Give me an example of a right-winger bringing decency or dignity, humanity, bring them, you know, bringing this to a situation, unity, healing. No, they can't do that. So every, everywhere Republicans inflict themselves on this sad country, it's, it's sadder. They bring sadness. The only, you know, that's, this is the thing. You ever notice that the only times Republicans are happy is if they are making other Americans sad, right? If they're making not only the woman like this sad, the Republicans are happy. Look, hey, the, you, you should be very proud of yourselves, Republicans, because she's not alone. This is just one story that went viral. There are so many other people like her. It's it's right. Winston on the chat. Sad. Sadness, pain, and death. What else do they have? But then they're not only, uh, you know, they make this woman, so a woman like her sad, other women, families, sad even more traumatized than they have to be. You know, they're, they're just vile. But um, in their other, the, the motivations for their policies in general, 
they're they get happy when liberals or or normal people, Democrats, they don't even have to be liberal necessarily. When other people are sad, they then they think they're they're doing something correct. You know, if you're think that uh, your policies are triggering other Americans, oh well, um, you're not a patriot, right? You're not. What kind of what kind of shit is that? You're motivated by upsetting your fellow Americans? What the fuck is wrong with you? That's a disease. You're sick, right-wingers. You're sick. And I really do wish you, you were a Christian, frankly. If you were a Christian, why would I, I wouldn't have to hear about it all the time. Wouldn't have to hear how much you love Jesus. You would just, it would be in your actions. You would be in your closet praying. Then you'd go visit somebody in prison. You'd feed the hungry. You'd help the poor. I wouldn't have to fucking fight you tooth and nail for health care in this country. We wouldn't have to fight you for living wages. We wouldn't have to fight you to welcome the stranger like your Jesus told you. We wouldn't have to fight you for... Uh, a, a a country that isn't the most incarcerated in the whole goddamn world. We wouldn't have to fight you for that. We wouldn't have to fight you for for uh, f- for uh, no profit <laughs> prisons, right? That's one of the things that the, that that Trump scumbag did. Obama, they signed a federal, uh, you know, he signed an executive order making for-profit prisons illegal or whatever and i'm saying it i'm trying to refresh my memory and of course trump rolled it back because they've done studies that for-profit prisons aren't they aren't good for the people who are there and people in prison you know because we are the most incarcerated nation well that's because we are the most racist and we don't want to um, you know, address our our racist policies. It's it's all connected. So, if, you know, people are nothing. People are people are a commodity, and it doesn't. Especially those with darker pigment. They throw them away. We can we'll make money off them in prison. Never mind the real crooks fucking running around like Trump. Let me see. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of, I'm now that I'm thinking about this uh, executive order. You know. Yeah. What was it? U.S. reverses. Right, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, wait. I was correct. God damn it. U.S. reverses Obama-era move to phase out private prisons. This was in 2017. The Justice Department has reversed an order by the Obama administration to phase out the use of private prison contractors. 
In a memo made public on Thursday, Attorney General Jeff Sessions said that the Obama policy impaired the government's ability to meet the future needs of the prison system. Yeah, we want more people in prison and we got to make bucks. We got to make buku bucks here. We got to cut back on services that will maybe make them productive members of society, you know, address perhaps issues that... uh, will hinder them becoming those productors me- members of society because you know there's they had they got nothing but hate these right wingers it said privately operated prisons were less safe and a poor substitute for government run facilities of course the Obama administration memorandum changed long-standing policy and practice and impaired the Bureau's ability to meet the future needs of the correction system. Yes, because... And not only were government-run prisons safer and more effective and less costly, you know, so that, but they didn't make a few people very rich. So that's why... Because that's all you do when you're a right-winger. That's all that matters, and it's the rich get richer, and then you throw the dupes some some red meat so they can continue to be angry about those who want to throw them a lifeline. Just keep make keep them angry, like Lauren banned from the bowling alley, Bobert. So they're screaming and yelling like perjury trader Green. And uh, and you continue to waste time telling them, no, bitch, that's not true. No, bitch. No, no. Sorry, perjury. Like her screaming about fentanyl being stopped at the border. And, I mean, they're just lying. He, uh, there was, uh, I just saw a, I thought I had grabbed it. That's why I'm looking for it. A perjury trader Green yelling at um, uh, the, one of the Georgia election officials saying, we know it was stolen. Trump won Georgia. No, bitch. How many times you got to tell you? You seditionist monster. Right? How many times we got to tell that bitch? We can't get shit done because we're constantly telling perjury trader Green the same thing over and over. And they have no they have no sense of irony either. I'm not sure if you saw perjury. She um oh well, you know, one of my favorite things from Perjury Trader Green that I was reminded of. Uh, because now she's on committees. Remember when she was taken off committees because she posted about what what, what was it? She um well, it was the Jewish space lasers, but also nine eleven didn't happen and the there was no uh, there was no plane in the Pentagon, all this shit. Everything is a conspiracy and that the the Sandy Hook kids was a false flag and all that. And her, she was, she she got up, well, not only, it was the third day, the, her third day as a representative of this sad dying republic, she begged the con men for a pardon, but she got up there and 
she gave a little speech with Marjorie Taylor saying that and 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 you notice that Republicans you know they take no responsibility the party of personal responsibility never takes responsibility but one of her um you know she got up there and saying that she she doesn't believe things i i she she was uh, she blamed the internet but she also said i was allowed to believe things that weren't true i was allowed <laughs> well who the fuck was going to tell you otherwise because we keep telling you now bitch that the election's not stolen how many times are we going to tell you so back in 2017 she's not 2017 that's god help us uh of when she was first sworn in she was like i was allowed to believe things that weren't true well we're who's allowing you now to believe things that aren't true because you're still believing things that aren't true and it's goddamn getting old i mean come on like with you know you remember how sarah palin uh, she's trying to make a comeback of course but because they're all about, I mean, when, when will, uh, the, the thing I'm trying to say is, when is, when can we get Perjury Trader Green on the mass Singer already? Like, get her the fuck out of the halls of Congress and on the Masks Singer. When? Hurry up. Or Dancing with the Stars. Maybe do they go on Dancing with the Stars because they think it's patriotic? Dancing with the Eagles. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars and Bars. Good night, JD. Thanks for hanging out, JD. You lucky bastard. Make room in your guest room for me, JD. I gotta get out of here. Gotta get the hell out of here. <laughs> can we get can we fast forward to the part where perjury trader green is on the masked singer i'm serious i was allowed to believe things this is what she said well like a lot of people today i had easily gotten sucked into some things i had seen on the internet well like now just like now obviously nothing's changed I was allowed to believe things. Where the fuck do you live? Who do you, who was going to tell you otherwise? Because we're wasting our breath again and again and again saying, no perjury, no perjury. That's not true, perjury. But you keep believing it. You keep, ah, Trump won. Trump won. You're a disgrace. Could you imagine? You got to work with that bitch. I can't even take it. I'm watching the clips of her in these different committee meetings. All of them are horrible and hard to abide, of course. And, you know, it's hard enough knowing that we share the same air with these cretins. But do you have to go to work with her every single day? And you got to sit there. And then it's like the honorable woman from Georgia, her turn. Oh, God. Everybody, time to get coffee or something. Time to can can you can I get the fuck out of here while we this for the next five minutes because the tirades, the constant 
screaming and yelling about all kinds of nuttiness. Why don't somebody tell her, honey, remember when you were like, I was allowed to believe things that weren't true? This is like one of those times. I was allowed. Because the party of personal responsibility takes no responsibility for their actions. They have, they, they only stick to that motto when they're trying to deny American something. You know, trying to deny them uh, a $10,000 breather on student loans. Oh, they hate America. They really do. They hate the a modern society. They hate the nation of laws. They hate the nation of immigrants. And then... I do wish that um, there was video of this. But she tweeted, let me see. Marjorie Chandler Green says she was at a restaurant. She tweeted yesterday. I was attacked in a restaurant tonight. by an insane woman <laughs> and screamed at by her adult son. Oh, I wish there was video. They had no respect for the restaurant or the staff or the people dining or the people like me, 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 who simply have different political views. No, it's not that simple, honey. It's not that simple anymore. You're, you're not... You're simp you may ha you might have simple political views because you're a simpleton, but you're this ain't that simple. They are self-righteous, insane, and completely out of control. I was sitting at my table working with my staff, working with them, oh God, help them, and never even noticed these people until they turned into demons. Well, maybe don't be a fascist, you know? No safe spaces for fascists. That's my motto. People use to respect others, even if they had different views, but not anymore. It's not a... Our well, she ends. Our country is gone. When Yes, it is gone. I agree with you there. When fascist insurrectionists who hate America like you are squatting in the halls of power because of you, of your, you know, you district shopped a, a completely gerrymandered district and run and ran unopposed and is such a, such a, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Your daddy's business loans you a million dollars for your campaign so you could run ads where you were shooting guns at um, uh, a, a Prius because you have fucking nothing to offer because you're living in a cuckoo land in your mind and you're trying to project that mind onto reality like we're in some kind of moron matrix so anyway, I thought it was interesting that, you know, because the lack of 
of uh, irony. They have no, you know, they don't look at themselves. They that takes a level of maturity that they don't have. And David Hogg, the survivor of the of uh, the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, one of the massacres. You know, we have one every day here, more than one, really. Um wrote back saying, man, that sucks. I was attacked and screamed at in 2018 by an insane woman named Marjorie Taylor Greene. She had no respect for the privacy of me (laughs) as an 18-year-old school shooting survivor or my staff. She was self-righteous, insane, and completely out of control. Remember that? See, she has no... She has no, uh, you know, decency. Let me see if I find... I thought I had that. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Marjorie. I thought I had the clip of that. David Hogg. Yes, here we go. Yeah. David, why are you supporting the red flag laws? Isn't he, she a horrible person? She's like a garbage person. Red flag gun laws that attack our Second Amendment rights. And why are you... Oh, I hate that. I, where's the fucking video? Oh, whatever. You know what I'm saying. Who needs to hear it? I thought I had a, the video without all the text on it. I am second you know, amendment. School, if school zones were protected by with security guards with guns, there would be no mass shootings at school. You know, you're a survivor of a school massacre. You're a young person. This young man had to get through this horrible experience, this traumatic experience. He obviously has PTSD, and he says that he does from it. And then you got to, you know, you're doing all you can to prevent another mass shooting when these tedious traders like Perjury Trader Green find you in the street and, and follow you, peppering you with all kinds of sick nonsense, the 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 fumes the flies the snakes that come crawling out of her mouth and i'm a i'm a gun owner i'm a second amendment believer well what what well regulated militia are you in perjury what I, that's what that's what I'm talking about. Like I'm so tired of Democrats. <laughs> I'm bringing it back to them because when we have to hear this shit, why don't they say, "Well, what part of a well-regulated militia is a live shooter or an active shooter? What part of a well-regulated militia are you in? Where's your well-regulated militia? Perjury? Where's your you know? Oh, I'm a Second Amendment psychopath that means because i'm an infant and don't read and i only pick and choose what i want to pick and choose because i'm a uh, about everything they they pick and choose from the bible they pretend to worship they pick and choose from the constitution they pretend to respect and love 
Just like they pick and choose patriotism. And patriotism, the, you know what they pick and choose? Stars and eagles. That's it. That's the best they got with patriotism. Not, you know, they, they wouldn't understand that being a patriot means not harassing the victim of a school shooting, you know, the survivor, a young person who has PTSD, not following them down the street like a psychopath screaming, I'm a Second Amendment. I'm a gun owner. I'm a, I love guns. That's all I love. I love guns and Jesus. Don't you know? I'm a Christian. Got mit uns. Don't you know that? David? Got mit uns. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Second Amendment. I'm a well-regulated militia. Got mit uns. And for those who don't know, that was what was written on the Nazis' belt buckles and other accoutrements. Got mit, God is with us. Is what it means. I just hate them. Legally and peacefully, I do. I want them to get the... Go get the help you need, man. Secede. Do whatever you got to do. You know, but perjury trade agrees like, we need a national divorce. It's for, for the best. We need a national divorce from you, perjury. You see? The center of the universe is, is a very crowded place filled with, with fascists, Republicans, and they don't get it that, you know, we will be fine without them. It's them. You, you, the problem is you, you know, it's like everywhere you go, it, you know, like in the rooms, you know, I'm in recovery. So it's like, you know, you, people, you know, you hear stories, people are like, well, then I went to New York and everything was the same. Then I went to California and everything, you know, it was the same insanity. And then I was, uh, I went over here and then it's because you're the problem. Everywhere you go, there you are. If you're sick, then you're sick. So you're like perjury trader green. Everywhere she looks, it's crazy. Everything sucks. When they when they seize record amounts of fentanyl, it sucks. It's the worst. It's horrible. When they I mean, but actually that's a good thing. Uh, I can't handle them. I just can't. Guys, I hate them. I legally and peacefully hate them, but, you know, what are you going to do? And also, look at this cat. That's the cat rubbing on the microphone. Well, here's how much, well, I mean, I'm sure you've heard other things that are going on, like Matt Getz puts a Chinese propaganda newspaper into the congressional record. You know, full rage, more full rage. This is how stupid they are. You know how I, I, it made me wonder how much Russian propaganda is in the congressional record. Because thanks to Republicans, you know. I'd like to submit this statement that comes straight out of Putin's ass for the record. Because they hate Ukraine, you know, they hate anything that has to do with freedom and democracy, and they love autocracy, and they love 
um, fascism. Trust me, it's the truth. The only thing that is separating them from, you know, having outright, full-on authoritarianism, fascism, uh, off the chart, you know, death camps, the whole nine, concentration camps, is environment and opportunity. That is the truth. Well, for example, here's another thing. Well, we saw you saw that Matt gets, but the yes, I just said that. But um, here we go. Let me see. I'm sick of them. Oh, uh, this really this is what I was wanted to talk about. How? Um, yeah, I'm sure you know how how fucked up these people are that the republicans are banning drag they're they're making drag shows or dressing in drag illegal okay hold on not because you know why guys because they love freedom you're free to be and say and read and do and eat and think and drink and, and marry and, and have contracts with and go to school and learn everything that they want you to know and learn. and to, Because, you know, that's freedom. They're free. You're free. If only you could be free by doing everything they want you to do and thinking everything they want you to think, then you really will know freedom. If only you could see how free you could be if you were just like them. You worship the same sky spook. You, you knew your place. You know, you were, uh, if you're a female, you know that you just like it says in the ancient book of fables that you are nothing but a rib. You were made of a rib. You are a, uh, you know, you're there to serve your Lord like your Lord serves the Lord in heaven. It says it in the ancient book of fables that was written by a bunch of dudes who, I don't know, didn't know what a fucking germ was. They didn't know you know, what happened to the sun at night. <laughs> they thought maybe a big giant lizard swallowed it. But you're, yeah, you're, here we are. You know, God. So, yeah, this is in Tennessee, of course. Why don't you secede? Are these the ones that didn't want... Oh, those, are those the, I'm from the government, I'm here to help people? They're terrified of that? Except when it's telling you you can't wear drag? You're not free to have a fucking drag show? You're not free to go to a drag show, to be in a drag show, to... Like they... What? I can't even believe where I live. Well, I don't live in Tennessee, but I live in this country? That Tennessee's a part of it? No, in no part of my being is that kind of shit. So why would I want it in my country? These people are sick. But everything about them, it's, it's 
you know, it's either a projection or it's a confession when they're attacking normal people. But they're, they're utter and absolute hypocrites. They can't handle freedom. They hate freedom. Have, how, how long have I been saying this? And this is case in point. This is an example. They don't seem to understand. You're not free to dress in drag. You're not free. You're not free to go to a drag show. You're not free. Just like if you're not free to go to a doctor when you're sick, you're not free. You're not free to have an abortion when you're, when you choose. You're not free. So let's see, Tennessee governor, this is from Vanity Fair, and I'm sure you saw that there was the, a photo came out of this Tennessee governor dressed in drag. Tennessee governor set to ban drag shows would rather not talk about the time he dressed in drag. Of course not. Because freedom for me, not for thee. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee announced on Monday that he will sign a bill banning drag shows from within a thousand feet of public parks, schools, or places of worship because that is so offensive to, to earth and the sky spook. If the sky spook sees a peepee that's an Audi dressed in, in or uh, adorned in a traditionally female accoutrement attires and and bubbles and trinkets and shit, that sky spook is gonna smite us like motherfucking fast, man. Like a, as as quick as anything. You 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 wait as quick as Donald J. Trump is a is the president is the legal president. You better believe it. As quick as Donald J. Trump will grab you by the pussy, this giant sky spook will smite you if he sees that your Audi pee-pee, that your pee if your pee-pee's an Audi, you gotta put it in a pair of pants. That's it. Period. End of sentence. I don't want to see no uh, lacy underwear on that Audi. I don't want to see a a skirt, a mini dress, a ball gown, bobby socks, and a and a poodle skirt. None of that shit. I don't want to see it because we are free here. In Tennessee, and no, not only that. Well, if a child sees a an Audi, somebody who has an Audi, not that they will see the Audi, but we wanted to. They want we want everybody to know that peepees in Tennessee are respected as either male or i don't even know why why we care about this shit we live in a shithole state you know there's i guess meth labs around every corner but 
poverty, through the roof, unemployment. Not, I, right now, I'm sure there are a whole lot of Klan rallies happening in Tennessee. But as long as the peepee, we're very, very focused on the peepee here. Like like infants, you see. Peepee, you know, if when you think about... Um, when you think about a baby, right, an inf- a toddler, and let's if you let's just pretend if some of you guys might have toddlers. I I don't have children, so I know toddlers. I knew toddlers. I've encountered toddlers. I've had I have nieces and nephews. I I love toddlers, and but just imagine if, you know they're playing a game someday play a uh you know you could tell them play play government play okay okay uh you know one if toddler i'll just use my nieces and nephews names you know okay ryan you play like you're the governor and uh courtney you can play the, the senator the state senator jack you could play the uh i don't know you play the representative from that district so Okay, and scene, you know, let's yes end the scene. And you know what they were going to do? You know what the ba- the toddlers would do? They will come up with laws about peepees, won't they? Peepees got to do this, peepee. I got to, if you got a peepee, right, exactly. Paradu on the chat, show me yours and I'll show you mine, 2024. <laughs> That's it. Because it's like, this is what happens when toddlers run governments. You know, that's why you gotta have, like, we don't let toddlers drive. We don't let young, we don't let adolescents drive. You gotta get to a certain level of maturity. And then you have to prove your proficiency and pass a test to get behind a a wheel. Not that you have to do that with a, with a gun, though. Okay, that's a... Don't get me... Oh, my God, this fucking country. Yeah, but you have to do that with a two-ton two, two ton deadly weapon that can kill people, but you can't... You don't have to do it with a uh, 15... Not even. I mean, how 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 much is a AK? I used to fire an M16 myself when I was in the National Guard. It's... I don't know how many pounds it is. Seven pounds, ten pounds. I can't remember. But you know. Anyway, we're whatever. Keep going with the PP. But do you see what I'm saying? And they will form. That's right, Winston. Give them a chance. Well, the toddlers will form the PP police. And all their jokes. Because all that's all they care about. You know, that's how. The peepees and the poopoos, right? When the when kids are little, they talk about peepee and poopoo. That's their jokes. It's very hilarious to them. You you tell a joke about and you have peepee in it or poopoo, and I'm talking about or a peepee. You know, you say yeah, that peepee. Watch your peepee. <laughs> you know, they're very you know, it's a very peepee ish. They they're they're focused on that shit. I got a pee-pee. I got an Audi. Or something, you know. But that's how Republicans are. They never grow out of it. So that's why they're stunted. They never fully loaded their eight pounds, Winston. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they never reach the level of maturity required to function in a modern democracy. They have no business being anywhere near the halls of power. Look at them. Like their sky spook said, know them by their fruits. What do they bring to the table? They bring nothing but hatred. They bring division, confusion, ignorance, hatred, suspicion about other people, about other, about your neighbors. Like you got to, like now all over Tennessee for, for decades, they're gay clubs, gay bars, whatever, and they'll have, I guarantee you, I've never been to t a Tennessee gay bar, but I could tell you, I'm sure, like gay bars everywhere. Friday night drag show, whatever. You know, they'll, you'll have the local drag queens will come out and they'll lip-sync some songs or whatever. That's been going on forever in Tennessee. And now all of a sudden you can't be by a school. You can't be by a church. You got to be at that. Like it's stuff. It's dangerous. But you know, what's dangerous it, to them. Freedom. That's what it is. Freedom is dangerous. Being who you are, being your authentic self, being free is dangerous. So they gotta fuck your freedom. Fuck your freedom. You know, like they say, fuck your feelings. Because they hate this country. They hate everything about it. They want it. They want this country to die as a democracy and they want to install an autocrat. That's what they're doing. They want their disgusting, waste of human DNA standard bearer to squat in the White House again, despite receiving fewer votes, while they turn this country into an effective autocracy with the rich run and own everything and everybody else in their place and the people who will have no government services or anything because everything will be the whole reason you get up in the morning will be to make the rich richer the but you will have the 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 gift the republican gift of um hating your neighbor of being able to openly be a, a, a racist or, you know, to say the N-word, to be at each other's throats somehow. And no one will ever, ever, ever challenge you to be a decent person, you know, to change, to think about uh, the different American experiences, to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, to address the, the hundreds of years of systemic uh, racial oppression in this country, to confront it, to change it, to make a more perfect union, to make this country function for more than just the 1%. That's, you know, that's very, that's uh, not the country Republicans want. As we see, look who, look at CPAC now. You know, they're saying, oh, a lot of these freaks, they're not going to CPAC. Like, uh, Mike Pence, who is a fascist, and they're they're all fascists. CPAC, uh, the, who who's going to CPAC? First, they had Victor Orban last year, a fascist. 
and now they're they're going to have Bolsonaro this year. Well, not year. They have it more m- multiple times a year, but they had it in Hungary. And the right wingers, the the propagandists of, at Fox News, did their show from Hungary, saying, "Oh, it's such a fucking dreamland here." If you are a fascist, you know, if you're in the if you're not in a targeted minority group, then you're you're not having a good day there. But just like in Nazi Germany, just like in their, you know, in the countries of their their heroes, they don't ever look at democracies and um, you know and value them. Right. I mean, remember Trump, he would go around saying with, well, he'd kiss Kim Jong-un's ass. He would suck Putin's ass like a dog, you know, I mean, no offense to dogs who were decent. All of that. And uh, then when he would get with the Democratic, our Democratic allies, he'd be like, pay up. Yeah, they got no. Well, yeah, they got no. Uh, you give me twenty dollars. You got twenty dollars. You, f- they, they be fuckers. I hate them. Legally and peacefully, like for example, well, we know Fox News is a propaganda channel, and I wonder, will Republicans ever uh, stop watching it? Knowing they know it's right there now. It's in the court. You notice they go to court. They're under oath. We still have some, you know, semblance of a judiciary depending on who you're seeing and where you're going and what you fucking judge you're in front of. But we have some semblance of this. But under oath, they got. They all admit they're a bunch of filth. They're a bunch of fascist liars who lied right to the faces of their victims slash viewers for for money. And that's exactly what happened in Nazi Germany. The, The industrialists, the big business, the banksters made these unholy bargains with the with the Nazis. So they would, you know, they were supplied with a lot of slave labor and whatnot. What do you, what the, what is so different? Nothing. With these, with these fascists lying, lying to their viewers, counting on the stupidity of their viewers, making them stupider, making them angry, stoking hatred against this country. Now, if uh, half of these stupid proud pricks are going to jail for sedition and shit or seditious conspiracy, why not Fox News? Not just, you know, they're, they're in trial, this Dominion trial for, um, what was it? What do they say? It, uh, actual malice, you know, for defamation. But why not? seditious conspiracy it, well, you cannot have a seditious conspiracy against your country without the platform of of lies without this Nazi propagandist outlet 
And that's why they hate, they, they just hate America. That's why they hate democracy. And like, this is why they push Putin's propaganda. Like, here's Perjury Trader Green on Fox, on the sewer. Of be fighting still a year later, a pretty lonely battle on the Republican side to wake up your own party to what they're supporting, which is Joe Biden's chief and craziest policy aim. Like, what is this? Well, it doesn't. They're talking about Ukraine. Okay. Supporting Ukraine is a is Joe Biden's chief crazy policy aim. Because, you know, it's like not want see they they're so fucked up. They hate America, they hate democracy. They think it's fine that this autocrat like uh Hitler walked into Poland. They think it's fine that that uh that Putin tr is trying to overthrow U Ukraine. So anyway, here's what Perjury Trader Green has to say. I feel very lonely from my standpoint, Tucker. You, you know, we just heard Mike McCall, one of my colleagues in Congress, talk about bipartisan support for this war against Russia and Ukraine. Yeah, there's bipartisan support what? among the American people. And that's support for our country, our border. What a bitch. This war against Russia, you understand? This is exact. that's a Nazi. You're a Nazi, perjury Nazi green. That's what the Nazi said. Oh, they didn't attack Poland. Poland had attacked us, and we had to defend ourselves by invading their country. If this were the 30s, who do you think she'd be supporting? One of my colleagues in Congress Talk about bipartisan support for this war against Russia and Ukraine. This war against Russia? That was Tara Jr. He just changed the camera. Fuck, Jr. Hey! Now my camera, everything's fucked up. That's, how did that happen? I don't even know what, oh, uh, Jr., I'm sick of your shit. It's like having a meltdown. Stop it. Get over here. Shut up. You're... No one wants to hear that shit. No one wants to hear me. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Where am I? This war against Russia. The war against Russia and Ukraine. Isn't that crazy? The war against Russia. Oh, are you back? Are you saying sorry? <laughs> You're a piece of work, buddy. I love you, though. I do love him. He's just, he's so fucking annoying, though, at this time. Why are you being annoying? Hmm? Why can't you be nice? I know. You want to be pet. I get it. I get it. I get it. You like that. You want pet? Pet, pet, pet. <laughs> Why are you biting me, though? You can't bite the hand that pets you. <laughs> You're a good boy. How's that? You listen to the purr. He's going nuts. He's going purr crazy. 
her crazy. Yeah, she needs to be smacked legally and peacefully. That's for sure. Errol, on the chat. And here's Ted Cruz. See, you understand. So they all these these traitors. They hate Ukraine because it is a democratic. It's fighting for democracy. That's basically it. Here's Ted Cruz. For the Democrats, this has become a virtue signal. For the Democrats, they wear a Ukrainian flag. Zelensky has become, I think People Magazine is going to name him the sexiest man alive. They're in love with him. And it's become a way, a Ukrainian flag has become like a COVID mask. It's a sign to show your virtue. Yeah. Your virtue. You see how sick these people are? What's your virtue? That you support democracy? That you love democracy? That you're... You know, I my I love the fact that you I support Ukraine, okay, because I am uh, I'm impressed. I like to, you know I want democracy to flourish. They're fighting for freedom. It's inspiring. It's you know I look at that country and what they go through and what they're they're in it together. I mean that's. You know, that is inspiring. And Republicans, they, can't, they don't like that because they don't want any of that. They would what, what, inspire. It's like wearing a mask, meaning like they wouldn't pull a hair for this fucking country, much less wear a mask to protect another person from dying, an American from dying. They don't give a shit that a million people died. Meanwhile, in Ukraine, they're, you know, they're putting their lives, their asses on the line for real. To save each other, to help each other, to save their country, to have a democracy. And these fuckers wouldn't, they wouldn't, you know, do a damn thing for this country. They wouldn't put a piece of cloth across their face. And now it's, it's virtue signaling. Yeah, good, virtue. Our virtue is we are patriots you know who love democracy and you're a bunch of fucking traitors is that your virtue ted cruz on his podcast you see sitting there in his in his chair you know this is what they do for a living this is their 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 job that's what they think because they understand like all nazis that all they have is the media you know, well, now they make their own media. They got to have their podcast, their little, you know, their little platforms to push their their poison into the ears of the idiots who will vote for them. So I'm here to say that shame on you if you do, if you fall for it. It's a virtue that, oh, uh, uh, what's fucking virtue? What, what virtue are you signaling? Oh, my God. Stop. Junior. Hey, cut it out. He's not going to listen to me. What virtue are you signaling, Ted Cruz? Right? That you hate America? You hate democracy? That's what. That's the virtue. They got no virtue. You know? Everything sucks. The America sucks. Ted Cruz is the one that's like, our, our our military sucks. We should be like I wish we were like the Russian military. They're they're very manly. You know, they this propaganda 
recruitment video that they had that Ted Cruz was jerking off over. Then you have the reality of the soldiers in Ukraine, the uh, the Russian soldiers being captured and they're being videotaped or uh, they're being you know recorded, and the 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 Russian soldiers are you know they're just young kids sitting there crying for their mothers. Why can't we be like them? Our military's so woke. Fucking Republicans, you know? Fuck. All right. Guys, guys, guys. I gotta I gotta get unconscious. Because when I'm unconscious, there are no Republicans in in my my dreams. Unless I'm having a nightmare. Then we have Republicans. Right, Junior? And then I have well, first I gotta spend about fifteen minutes petting this abusive cat I have. <laughs> Come here. Come here. I did get him Dinovite. I hope it kicks in soon. The show's going into three hours. No, it's going. We're going off the air, hon. I gotta get... I gotta go to sleep. Look at my eyes. They're like bloodshot. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted here. I've only got one hand now because i got to pet this cat. Right? Son of a bitch. What's going on? It's not working. Wait a minute. I can't... What the fuck? Stop that. Stop yelling at me. It's like I stopped. I slow down. He's like... Ah! Start scratching me again. <laughs> there is something to be said about cat videos, though. Kind of soothing. Hey, stop stepping on my keyboard. Stop yelling at me. Jesus Christ. Where is your head? <laughs> Look at that face. He's so cute. Why are you so cute and abusive at the same time? Why? Explain these things. All right. All right, guys, guys, guys. Listen, listen, listen. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Shouting it into the mic. Please, please, please. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Shuggy. Oh, I'm sorry, Pookie's mommy. I know what you mean. I have many of those broken hearts myself. And that's why when this one annoys me, I'm like, well, you know. You know what I'm saying. Like he's annoying me now. Cut it out. All right. Will you ever listen to me? No. All right. Listen, listen, listen. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Keep the show going and growing. Check out. That's right. More patrons, more shows. 
That's how it goes. That's a good rhyme. I just made it up. With the help of Haiku on the chat. Thank you, Haiku, for being a monitor, a moderator, and also for sticking by Tara Buster for all these shows. I, can't, I don't know what I'd do without you. I really don't. And everyone, remember, remember, we'll be here. We'll be here on Friday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. If you can, please share the show. Give the show a good review on iTunes. <laughs> Where did that come from? iTunes and um, iQoo. That's like the Republican site. Rem oh, yeah. Uh, APS Radio News is a sponsor of Tara Buster. And also they host the show over there as well. Check out APS Radio News. They have other shows. And yeah, it's a media aggregate outlet. And remember, we will win. Yes. I do want you to share the show with your friends, though, if you can. Ow! You just stepped on my goddamn computer. Because we are on the right side of history. Even though Tara Jr. Jr. doesn't know it. We are on the right side of his. What am I, I, he just bit me. And I lost my train of thought. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out tonight. I don't know what I'd do without you. My name is Tara Devlin. This is Tara Jr. Jr. Off camera right at the moment. But we will see you on Friday night. We stick together, we win. I forgot that part.